Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers. Tonight, we're chatting about Pretty Little Liars, Season 7, Episode 2, Bedlam. We'll talk about the latest about Allie, Mary Drake, and everyone's relationship status. It's all changing, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin got a secret can you keep we're not going to bow our heads this time I was because told this is what you do yeah but we're so bad at it <laughs> i'm really bad at it i didn't want to do it since uh, we don't have everybody i just want to feel like i'm a pretty little liar <laughs> then do you want to do this okay oh my god yes oh my god <laughs> we're so proud of you you nailed it you nailed it! Welcome to our Pretty Little Liars After Show. You, we have two Stephanies here tonight. Double the trouble, if you will. I'm Stephanie Wanger, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger. I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. Follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie. Nice. Steph's in the house. Steph's in the house. So excited to have you. And I should also mention that Heather and Kristen will be back next week. But we are so excited to get all of your opinions about Pretty Little Liars. When we were watching, I feel like you're a super fan, so this I is going to be great. Am. Dude, I think she's more intense than us, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. I know. And like you guys have been doing the show, so I've just been watching to watch. Like Last week, I caught up completely, and I've been, try- I've been binge-watching Pretty Little Liars for about two months now, like from season six to now. And I was just texting her, I was like, oh my god, oh my goodness. And we have completely different feels, so, about things. I know, I feel like it's going to be a real divided show, because sometimes we're pretty agreeable on this set, but tonight it's going to go... I'm excited to disagree. uh, Yeah, it's going to be great. I know, right? Um, but I want to start with everybody who watches our after show on a regular basis knows that I love Ezra and Arya. I'm a huge fan. Um, but what did we think about Liam and his behavior tonight? Uh, he was being a little bit... F- I understand. How about that? Yeah, it- it was the first time that anybody has, co- I feel like, come onto the show and had a relationship one of, with one of them and seen their relationship from an outside, responsible viewpoint of being like, you all were sleeping together when she was a student and it's, he was a teacher. It's something we've definitely said on our show. That right. It, it felt like we love it, but also, like, in real life, we would be appalled by it. Absolutely. About what? About the relationship? Yeah. I mean, I try to holler at my teacher. I was going to say, it's real tough. My history teacher was my life. (laughs) Uh, Like, I wish. But my whole thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, the way that they met is what made it excusable. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, because they didn't know. And if, if you were, like, a young girl in high school and, you know... Had I met the teacher that I was in love with outside of school, I would have been like, yeah, I'm I'm 19. Nice to meet you, you know? Just to make things a little bit easier because I wanted to take forth the opportunity. But then if he was in my class, I'd be like, well, I mean, we can't stop it now. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go, baby! (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry. And I really wish she would have explained to him when she, like, started to explain it how they actually met because it would have made more sense to him. Granted, I don't... Has he... Has Liam read 
like know about the book or whatever Liam that Liam doesn't know anything about Ezra and Arya. So still. he was just inferring from the book. He and that's when he made the assumption and like figured out. He's like, oh, yeah. you know what? I don't think that they are. He he, he was like, oh, I think he seduced her. Yeah, because she's still. But I get Arya. I get where Arya is coming from because when you know you meet someone new and after what happened to them, they just didn't want to bring up anything from the past and. We have to remember that outside of Rosewood, she knows she can never really tell someone that. Yeah, true. I I agree with you completely. Um, Some of our Twitter followers have been talking about that uh, Liam was the first time she ever had, like, a real relationship Mm -hmm. outside of Ezra. And so it was interesting that as soon as she realized that Ezra was open to being back with her or they got back together... um, it was like she ran back to that first love. It, oh, like, absolutely. Like, and we all knew that that was going to be the yeah. case, but it, I thought it was interesting that they went there. It took them a long time. Mm-hmm. It took six seasons to give her somebody who right. she, she could have a viable relationship that was with. Totally. Who are you talking about, Liam or Ezra? Liam. Oh, okay, yeah. But Liam was totally like a knockoff Ezra. Absolutely. But, and Liam was totally coming in hot on this episode, but I would have one. I liked um, I liked Arya's little like monologue speech that they gave her. I thought she kind of nailed that when she was explaining about like going back and pushing the button. I thought Lucy Hale was awesome in that. Mm-hmm. But um, but I would have, in response to Liam coming in that hot, been like, "Dude, you can't edit this book. If like you are way too close mm-hmm. to the situation to be our editor, like he needs to." No, yeah, not I, be the editor. I was no. going to say, like, I think at that point you would go to the publisher and be like, you know what, this isn't a working relationship right. that's going to work. Right. Like, Even if you don't say anything about your relationship with Ezra, if you're keeping that off the table, wouldn't you go to the publisher and say, like, you know what, he's now my ex-boyfriend. This is, you know, I don't want to be unprofessional, but this isn't going to work. Right, and, for real. I don't know. That was just kind of where it I It seems w- like her boss is difficult, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that's probably why she doesn't want to say it. And I just want to point out that I love that you said that he's a knock. He's he's a poor man's. He is. He, I mean, Ian. <laughs> Ian. But, yeah. He's a poor man's Ezra. Yeah. It's true. Um, but that just goes to show you then that's her real type. For real. So that means that Ezra was. Ah, you see what I love about this whole coming back five years later. I really want to say that it's true for some of those who can't have things when you're younger. Because when you're younger, you're not really capable of holding on to it without growing up. Yeah. And so I think it was like awesome because Ezra is the one that said that I just need to let her go. The only thing I was surprised about is that if he seemed in love with Nicole, which they fell for each other, right? Yeah. They, that means that they were together for five years. Yeah. Well, until she went missing. When did she go missing? Only about a year prior to that. So they were together oh, for four so, years. Oh. So my whole thing is that I'm surprised that he's even okay because I my guilt would be killing me. Like, does he know that Nicole's dead or she's just she's just no, gone? And it I still think, bothers me that they haven't gone back yeah, to that. Yeah, I was going to say, I think so far we've only gotten that she's missing. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten confirmation of a death with her. Well, that means she has to come back then at yes. some point. Right. Um, Oof. Yeah, I, that's going to be a whole thing, but that, that's like a season eight situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many seasons. Yeah, Good. Um, Good. but it's going to be great. But I think it's it's interesting though that I think this five year gap more than any for any of the couples really allowed Ezra to be there for her. I think a lot of times you saw him kind of walk away and be afraid because he was in that student-teacher right. relationship, and now they're on a more equal playing field. Oh, so yeah. They are, finally. It's like gonna, holding hands in public on that bench? Yeah. 
it's but gonna, even the way that she is, you know? Yeah, it's going to be awesome to see how that plays out. And we have some news and gossip about that in oh. a little bit. Oof. So, yes! Yeah. Little spoilers, <laughs> little fun. Um, so, we'll get to that in a while. But let's, I get into the meat of this episode, which I think is this Mary Drake situation. Yeah. Um, and also, we'll talk about Allie in a bit as well. But Mary Drake's story, let me just say, like, one of the creepier turns that Pretty Little Liars has taken. Dude, everybody had really good performances tonight. Did anybody else feel that? I thought she did amazing. She did. I was like, okay, I'm actually really digging this Mary Drake, and I hope that she does not end up... Okay, I'm confused about her, one, because they've presented her from the beginning to be, like, a bad, conniving character, and and I believe that, but I kind of hope that she's not. But I also feel like this entire five-year jump in this Uber A thing. Like, oddly, part of me is, like, rooting for Uber A because these girls repeating all their really dumb mistakes is getting really, really old to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying Mary Drake, and I don't know what her game is, but I really like that character. I don't like that character. I love you, her. you know I was going to say I don't yeah. like her. Um, but I just feel like she's so creepy that... There has to be something. It's never what it seems on Pretty Little Liars. Exactly. So there has to be like I want them to like peel back the onion on her a bit, if you will, like peel back. We had her a character. little bit peeled back. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to see like okay, she seemed to have some level of like anger and a little bit of remorse about this situation with the baby. I'm uh, Teddy Carver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it felt like there was still more to that story. Like, we only got oh, absolutely. The, the, like, headline version mm-hmm. of that yeah. story. Well, I feel like this show has definitely proven that everyone's good at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something has happened to everyone's life that kind of twists and turns them. So what's frustrating about this is that I, having known Jessica De Laurentiis, you know, from the past, I do believe that she was that brat piece of crap oh, sister because she was Allie. She, that's exactly yeah. how Ali was, you know? And who knows whatever happened to their upbringing that made her to be that way. Um, but I I don't hate her. I don't love Mary Drake. But now she's just unsolved, un, unsolved now because she just said what you're doing. She told uh, Dr. Rollins say, what you're doing to that girl is not okay. So then where, where does her loyalty lay, lie? Right. Where, what's her focus? What's, right. you know, what's her plan? Exactly. I want to understand her and Dr. Rollins' relationship because obviously she doesn't know him completely and they're not on the same team in the way that I thought they were because he wasn't showing his accent. He hasn't shown his real accent to her. No, I think um, she definitely seems to be on... I don't know if it's an opposing team, but she doesn't have his full story and and he certainly doesn't have hers at this point. Right. Um, She feels like, to me, you know, like the little sister who was always in the shadow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, a lot of what we're seeing with her character, I think, has to do with that. Like, Mm -hmm. that she was always in this... Like, the star was the big sister. It was Jessica. And now she's, like, been in this shadow and always, like, had the responsibility and it's going to be interesting to see if she eventually tells the whole story to the authorities or how that all plays mm-hmm. out. I hope she does. They yeah. always they say I, I feel like it's often that people say that a lot of times twins will will hold um, one or one to the other side of the personality. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the one that's more vibrant and outgoing, and the other one's a little bit more introvert. And I have to make the assumption that Jessica was the one that was shouty, and that just wasn't how Mary Drake was. Yeah, and that's why they started thinking she was weird, but she just probably was this you know sweet, quiet girl. It has to be, right? Yeah. Now, I think, which you you don't know, but one of my predictions last week, I think that Mary Drake is, there Jessica? was, well, no, that there was some 
trading of Spencer's dad. Like, I think... That's where the issue lied? Well, yeah, and I think that she may be more of a parent to some of those children that were being raised by Jessica De Laurentiis than that there were more, like, love triangles between them all. Oh, like, maybe... How did we figure it out last week? Uh, so maybe, out. do you think maybe Jason and Charlotte were her, were Mary Drake's and Ali's was Jessica's? Yes, but Spe- or Spence. What? Well, how did we figure this out? I think it was a well, definitely not Spencer I because I Spencer came being, out of her mom. Was, we talked about like a tangled web. Yes, and that like essentially it's not what it seems. It's like and I have to go back and and remember exactly who's right. tied to who. But and and Kristen had mentioned that maybe even if they were identical twins, which clearly they were. Mm. That um, Spencer's dad could have thought that he was sleeping with Jessica. Yep, and was sleeping with the other. And one. was just, and she just did that to, yeah. to Jessica to um, spite her. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Wait, you you think that could all be a thing? <laughs> I thought that was a great prediction. So I just want to know what an outsider thought. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but vice versa, <laughs> then maybe maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think, though, that Mary Drake's story was 100% accurate? I mean, we know there's more to the story. Like, right. I, I do think it's just, like, a headline. Mm-hmm. But was the headline accurate or I, not so much? What, with Teddy Carver dying like yeah. that? I mean, I'm wondering. You see, the whole bath thing, I'm like, what, what did Jessica do? Did she drown the baby to shut the baby up and then, like, had a mental breakdown for the moment and that's what happened? It's so weird that Pretty Little Liars, if anyone watches Scream Queens out there, I, I do the Scream Queens after show as well, and there's also, a, like, a dead baby on, on, yeah. on Scream Queens, and it's all, like, combining in my head into one. <laughs> oh, like, well, I thought that Mary Drake said that the baby had fallen off, or fallen in, or fallen yeah. off, or no, something. No, she said that, that, um, she's like, Jessica called me and said that she couldn't get the baby to, to you know, stop crying, and he had had a cold, and that by the time she had got to the house, Jessica said that I... He had, she had given the baby a bath and then he went off and he like just went to sleep. So oh, the baby was okay. in bed. So then she was like, you stay here, watch the baby until the parents get okay. back and I'll go out. The other thought I had was that I know like it's obvious to point the finger at Jessica and assume that it was Jessica's fault. But like, you never know in Rosewood. Did right. so, like she right. didn't go and she didn't seem to say she checked on the baby. Like there was a period of time that went by. It sounded like when the baby was just asleep, which mm-hmm. would be totally normal as a babysitter. But in Rosewood, I don't know that you would want to leave a baby unattended. I certainly right. wouldn't. Well, back <laughs> then there was an A. Remember Rosewood? Yeah. And then even. Um, uh, Officer Tanner, when she said, "Oh, when the girls came back, we haven't had a single murder in Rosewood." And then you, yeah. the, the five of you, come back and Charlotte's dead. Yeah, I mean, I guess so though, just, them, there aren't murders there. Them telling that story and um, Mary Drake talking about something like that happening when she was a kid. I mean, maybe all of this A stuff really does go back to the parents. Like I know so many fans said that with the first time around, and maybe that is the case, and it really does go back to the parents, and it started at that moment or at that time. Like maybe there's a whole story with Teddy's parents. And yeah, that family right. or I, siblings. Sometimes I think siblings. that Charlotte was covering for somebody. I mean, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think that this show, it's definitely we've talked about the multi generational yeah. idea before on on our podcast for sure, and it's something that keeps coming up in my mind at right. least that it, there has to be older players in this. The parents seem to come and go. Well, right. The yeah. fa- the parents have to know about Mary Drake. That's why I'm intrigued yeah. for when they start putting the girl's parents back into it because they would have had to know that Jessica De Laurentiis had a twin sister, wouldn't they have? If they've mm-hmm. all been living in Rosewood you would think the so. entire time. And 
I wonder if we'll get some sort of flashback with the parent. Like, I imagine season eight to have a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. Like, I I want a lot of answers, and I think the only way I'm going to get them is with flashbacks yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, it's really frustrating, though. Yeah, because I just don't see how... There, there has to be something in this generation previous to what Pretty Little Liars is based on, all these parents, and the, there's got to be some evil force in that right. crew. Right, right. Like, I'm always one... Oh, man, and then the... Yeah. There's just so much, so much confusion because now I'm still thinking about Rollins and how he was obviously in love with Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, right. And so, but my whole thing is that I don't know. And then I'm so confused because they never really mentioned how like she was transgender. Like she just switched over. I know. I like, still, that was so quickly. I still said. can't talk about that because I'm still so mad about the way that all ended. Yeah. What? How they just said that? Oh, yeah. She became, and nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Else. That was it. I'm like, she was it just was, okay. Everyone was all right with it. Like we have some. It was the worst reveal. I'm I sorry. I was going to say it like, was. I it's still a have real loose end, and I feel like the way they handled it. Like, yeah. I I have some questions about kind of. I guess it was like the end of season six into season or season seven or season season six a to like six b that's that was where that transition happened and there's a lot of like unanswered questions that i hope we still get oh completely um but let's talk about another big unanswered question tonight which is what is going on with Allie? Why is I don't know, but she's killing it. They all did a really great job tonight. Yeah. I can't say it enough. They yeah. really no, it did. just sucks because that I I do believe that that's what happens um, at psych wards. Like it, it frightens me for those who. That's why they give you the the discretion before. Like you may be voluntarily putting yourself in there, but you can't get out afterwards. Mm-hmm. But then it's so weird because it's like the second someone says, "I don't need to be in here," they're like, "Oh, they're crazy." I know. I'm like, or at why least would that's you how television portrays, portrays it, it? Right. right? I yes, just, it's it's frustrating, great. though, because I, I keep getting afraid that someone is going to drug one of the girls and then escort them to Welby as well, have them sign, like, look like they're conscious and have them, and then they're stuck in there also. Oh, that's... Well, and then yeah. everyone's stuck. Like, how do you get out of that? We, we see Ali, like, on some mission next episode. I mean, they were in, essentially, like, a pseudo, like, dollhouse. I mean, we've seen these girls be stuck in these environments, so it's not crazy to think that. Right, and Spencer, at one point, was in Radley. Yeah, and they mentioned it tonight, that she was the only one that has, like, been in the... Was admitted, yeah. And, but that was, like, I feel like they... She was quickly... In and out. In and out, right? It was, like, like six months, was it? Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't long. I I don't remember her being in for very, like, Like many episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But what did we think about? I'm really not a fan of Allie's husband at this point. Well, he, no. yeah, well, because he's he's not who he says he is. He's avenging yeah. Charlotte or something. Something was really weird there. And I, the only thing I could imagine is that first when Cece was Charlotte when when Charlotte was Cece, mm-hmm. everyone loved her. Allie loved her. She was cool. She was hip. People fell for her the same way people fall for Allie. So there's one thing that makes me think like they're definitely siblings because a lot of times, you know, often they have the, that they elude right. that sexuality or whatever it is that people, you know, get attracted to. So I'm wondering where where the love triangle happened there that Allie was just always there and that's why she became friends with Rollins. But clearly he fell in love with Charlotte after all those years of like, but she could have gone in his head. She could have told him about all those things. What if he's involved also? Like, well, I don't think that. Well, he's a bit of a psycho if he's doing this alley. Well, I don't think she knew that Rollins... Because I don't think Rollins is Rollins. Uh, One, he has that accent. So we know he's not... He's not even American. Yeah, but then he didn't even have an accent during this episode. I know. He's like double lying personalities. Like, he's not... He's 
who he is on his own, one person to marry Drake, and then a different one to Allie. So, that, like, I think his actual person was who was with Charlotte or Cece. Right. I don't think Allie ever knew him, obviously, until post all of this, and he became, like, her... Mm-hmm. Husband, doctor. I think yeah. there's like a complete different yeah. universe I just had where the they craziest were like, thought, and you can tell me how crazy it is. But do you think that he was ever a patient at Rattley? I was thinking that too. I think he's friends with Ren. I think he's <laughs> oh, friends with Ren. I thought oh, so too. Right? Yeah. Because the act, that's not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? I thought Ren, Ren, uh, Melissa's, yeah, uh, Ren. Yeah, I I just right? thought that right now also, and I at the same moment I was thinking like, what if he was a patient as well? But then he'd have to get out of school, and that's, I mean, what kind of where, where did he get those credentials to well, be able to be I don't know a doctor? He, I don't know that he has credentials. Yeah, that's it could all be fabricated. I mean, it, it could be right. Yeah. So that's and that's the only other thing, which I guess at this point anything's possible. Like, Anything could else. you imagine like him? We were talking about this being like a telenovela uh, before we started the b- episode today. B- before we started the podcast today, and we, um, I feel like on a show like Jane the Virgin, he would I, like, and that's the show I host. Yay! <laughs> um, you would legitimately see. I love that we just pulled that up. I know. Um, but like, you would see a patient walk out of yes. a hospital room, put on uh, like. Doctor white jacket and and be good to go and and be like I'm a doctor now and I feel like yeah. there's not the proper like protocols at Radley obviously sure. at this point and so we're just a, on this show and if he it's does know and if he does know Ren like if Ren was his doctor yeah. he got he started taking all of his credentials and whatever and yep. then he met Charlotte and he's like you know what don't worry one day I'm gonna get us out of here and could do like all the paperwork for him like could almost like mock his. I yeah. don't know, degrees and stuff. So, whatnot. is it all about revenge for him then? I don't Valley? know. I don't know. Because now sometimes I'm wondering, like, was it Rollins who killed Charlotte? Probably not. Was it Lucas? Who knows? I don't know. There's all, like, random people that are showing up now. Yeah. I it, know. And they're bringing everybody back out. I mean, they, Everyone. they said that I'm this season was going to be, like, the return of all these characters. I'm so stoked about awesome. it. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I kind of feel like just to get all these loose ends... Um, like tied up, we need all these characters back. Yeah. There's no other way to get there than having some every, kosher. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I've said it before on the podcast. I love when we have like big dinner scenes with everybody. I think yes. that's when we get the most answers. Like yeah. scenes with everybody. That's when you're like, yes, okay, I see all the ties. It's right. all coming together. But I feel so bad for Allie, and we'll get into this in predictions a little bit more. But her mental state right now, like, she's kind of truly the victim in all of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Her mental state's induced now. Yeah. It's out of her control. Yeah. She's genuinely becoming crazy, which that's what happens. Like, in One Flew's Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, you know that the shock therapy that they do, and, like, it's so scary because once you do it, then you're gone. Oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson, uh, you know, in the movie, he was fine, and then something happens, and you're just out of there. Sometimes people do that, which is so crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to the white glove. And we see Allie being injected with, like, through her IV with something with with a medicine, uh, hallucinogenic. I don't I don't know what it is, but who is Doctor Rollins? He ha- it had to have been him if he did the other one. Or I also think I want to know who that lady voice was on the phone that was like, "Get off the phone, right. Allie." That Can't la- be on the phone. It was the lady at the front desk, the one that he was like, "I told you, no one." Oh, we think it was her. I'm thinking. It I was thought her. that was maybe like. I was like, who's, whose voice is that? Whose voice is that? Like, do, do we recognize that For a that second, voice? I was trying to hear if it was, like, Mary Drake, but... Yeah. To me, I almost thought it was Melissa. 
Because Good. then, you know, Melissa ran, you know, everybody I back. Mean, no, no, no. Melissa wouldn't. No, she wouldn't be back in town. I, she's well, scared. She's real scared. I would also say mind. that the girls would recognize her. They're trying. They're yeah, like maybe. In the, at the hospital. They would see her. I just feel like was, it was. It was. I don't Ali's, know. Everybody's got masks. It could have yeah. easily been <laughs> Ali's walking recreation period. You know, when they make. I don't know. Patient, oh, yeah. I'm assuming this is again what we see in the movies. Um, <laughs> like I don't know, exercise time, and then she got a hold of a phone. You know how Ali is. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's like any moment of like soberness that she has, she tries to, you know, yeah. which we're lucky because in the scene where thank God she thought Mary Drake was like her mom. She's like, mommy, blah, blah. That was good because then oh, Mary Drake that. got to see what what her own sister did to her daughter. Oh, yeah. So now that makes, it humanizes Allie a little bit more. Yeah. And not makes her, um, uh, it makes her the victim and not the predator. Yeah. Whatever. And then also because she said you were wrong about Elliot. So at yeah. least now we know that uh, Shay or why do I call them all by their names? Like because we're all fans of them. We are. Yeah. Um, so with Elliot, going to find out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so Elliot, though, uh, before I even watched tonight's episode, because we sometimes, or at least I get spoiled sometimes on Twitter from the East Coast feed, um, we uh, I saw people assuming that Elliot could be Uber A. I think that's too obvious. He might be involved with Uber A, but in my personal opinion, it, I don't think it's just him. Yeah, I think he's got his own vendetta or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. or he could be working with somebody else, but I think yeah. I don't think he's the brains behind the entire operation at no. this point. Like he's also spending too much time with Allie to be controlling all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, he may be like the puppet for the Uber. Eh? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, but then what is his whole like what you I know you killed Charlotte. So so who's he defending? Is Uber A the lover of Charlotte and he's defending this new lover? Like that's my mm. point. What is his objective? Why is it so important for him to make sure that Allie's down? I feel like there's a couple possibilities. It's like either a past issue that he had and he's back for a vengeance or it's like he is working for A and there's something that Uber A has that he like that allows him you know like it's something I, I don't know. Or what if someone started haunting him saying you have to make sure that Ali's like you well, saying what possible. if, what if well, A's on his ass also. Yeah. Mm. Excuse me. Good good point. It's all possible. Um, Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's, and it'll end up it better we are getting a second opportunity to do a reveal the right way, so it better yes. really be yeah pay off. Um, oh, were you were you saying that you were disappointed in general that A was CC? Yes, that you whole know entire so thing I thought for was the longest bull. from like episode from season three. I thought it was CC. Everybody did. That's why I thought it was bull. I was like, y'all, we everybody thought that and moved past that. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. No, oh, I mean, it made me so mad. I think that this show like. This is my current guess, and I'll change it by next week, so don't worry. Um, it, like, is that it's going to come full circle? Like, I we'll, hope. I think. I think that it will. I think that things that we thought in season two are going to come back around in season eight. This yeah. will be great. Yeah, I mean, I hope that it's. Yeah. How far are the books? How far did the books go? Do we know? I, that? We're already past the books. Yeah, we're already past. Oh, it's extended. Yeah, because yeah, oh, wow. like they never jump five seasons. Like popular five demands in the book and all that. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And it ended differently. I mean, it was still a twin, but it was, like, an identical female twin. There wasn't, like, a transgender thing in the book. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Uh, for my understanding, I didn't um, finish the series. Yeah, I, um, I, as I recall, I, I, that's the way I remember yeah. it as well. It's, I have to go back and reread the books. Um, but... Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't read any of them. I never read the, the first great. one. I don't yeah. remember. Um, yeah, so, um... What do we think about Emily's visit at the end? That was one of, again, another creepy moment in tonight's episode. I Me too, because for a second I thought that it wasn't Emily. I was like, oh great, watch this be Dr. Rollins in a mask just yeah. trying to 
trying to get things out of Ali to see where Ali's mental state is at. I hate that mask stuff. I know, because now we just, well, anyone can be anybody so at this point. I was going to say, it seems like a very easy way of having, Well, we like, find out that it wasn't her yeah. mask, but... Right. Yeah. It's I, a very easy way of what? Oh, like all these masks. Oh, yeah. Just, it's like a very easy way of throwing people off. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, I, I want them to move it's past. It's cheap. The, it's yeah. a cheap move on them, and I don't like it. Because at first it was like shocking, and now I'm like, okay, we get it. There are very realistic masks in, yeah. in Rosewood, and I, I know, want them. Right? <laughs> right, I want to know who went to yeah. like FX makeup school. Yeah. Like, who went? <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of over that. I want the reveals to be something beyond a mask at this point. Yeah. And tweet at us. Let us know if you're all about the masks, because we love hearing from you. Um, <laughs> you know, you can always use the hashtag ABTVPLL. We read all of your tweets, and we're all about favoriting. I see every time there's a tweet, all of us are all over it, so tweet at us. Um, and let's talk about uh, this. There's so many relationship changes in this episode, so I know we talked about Ezra and Arya, but let's jump into this Spencer, Caleb... No. Hannah no situation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is girl. My, they are my everything. This is what I this is what I think about when I'm at work sometimes. <laughs> I I love them. What? So she Wait, so you are spent you're a fan of no, 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 no. I'm a super big fan of loyalty of what came first. Okay. Of what was originated, of true love, oh, really? which lies between Hannah and Caleb. Gotcha. Okay, I wanted to make sure, because we're, we're all fans of the Hannah and Caleb situation. I but like this one spent, isn't. I and know. I get that. You know what? Because I... Here's the thing. I under... I, there are plenty of people in my life that I grew up with and you know five years later it's that it's the simple connection it's comfort that's the yeah. worst thing is that comfort is stronger than love and sometimes that's you, true it is and you know and sometimes it's just For nice y'all that to don't have, know you'll learn yeah, yeah you'll learn <laughs> it's, it's nice to just have that person there and you know and I was telling uh, Hannah today that I really loved and I appreciated this scene it made me understand a little more the relationship two of them one the little scene that they showed us in Spain and in a different country in a different place mm-hmm. tension and emotions rise um, much more than usual right. and then also that when he's watching Spencer get dressed, which damn Spencer has been like, you know what? Push the limits, reveal mm. me. But she had a nice little booty. She did. She looked great. <laughs> yeah. She looked so great. Um, and I, I, I got that, and I liked it. And, and again, I just think that it really lies with comfort. And what breaks my heart is that ev- this, the look that Spencer gives, brilliant by the way, kudos, kudos to her, um, is so exact because I just I remember being like jealous or seeing something between someone and just you know fijando, uh, fijándote really I'm gonna speak Spanish right now <laughs> I'm sorry the, the word is better in, in in Spanish than it is in English but um uh being aware of yeah like peeping out the little things right. that only like a psycho girlfriend would find out yeah. but again it's just but seeing the little moments yeah it's the little moments but you know Caleb has always been the dream boyfriend for anybody. So it's just weird. I just feel like, yeah, like, uh, she just seems more comfortable. It is. You, it's that comfort, as we were saying, that you you do want that. And I think she definitely is, I don't know, like, leaning into that with Caleb. Who? Spencer? Hannah. 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 No, yeah. I think that the comfort is lying between Spencer and Caleb. 
I don't that's know. why I think that's there. I think that their relationship completely is with the comfort and with Hannah and Caleb. It's something that it's it's one of those things where when you when you like somebody and you're like for what he doesn't even have a cute smile. I don't like the way he dresses, but for whatever uh, reason it is, I want to so, be with you. I want to love you. That's so interesting because it. I feel the exact opposite. I do too, <laughs> and that's why I think that's why I like those Spencer and Caleb because there's like a fieriness to it that I never felt that him. And Hannah had, because to me, there was always more about comfort. And I'm like, let's not do it then. You think so? Yeah. Well, what about, there was a moment when they, before Hannah got kidnapped, when they're on the couch, and Caleb looks at Hannah, and he literally, he, his, like, bottom jaw, like, shakes. He's like, like, looking at her again. Yeah. Because that they've always I had know. that, though. I know, and I don't like well, it. Well, I just I mean, I did like it at one point. I think we've moved past it, though. And I don't think they're endgame, to be quite honest. I don't I, think they're endgame either. I actually I just think, feel bad for Spencer. I actually think Lucas and Hannah are endgame. If for anybody with Hannah, I think it's gonna be Lucas. Oh, you're thinking you don't think that they are gonna be together at the end? Yeah, I don't think oh, that, that they sucks. will. I kept getting afraid. That's yeah, that really breaks my heart. I know. I'm I'm noticing the tension because Lucas has always had the same kind of love for Hannah. Yeah. But um and and now I, he's and in I know, a position. And Hannah wants that, but no, I, I mean, I don't know. What I love about Hannah's storyline right now, though, is her flashbacks of everything. Which Agreed. Spencer has also, which that inevitably would happen once you're around your ex or someone that you've been comfortable with before. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, and I honestly think that she's fighting it because Hannah's the type of person that looks out for her friends and she knows that her and Spencer are something now and so she just doesn't want to butt in for just because. I, I agree. Yeah, I I want to. I know we briefly mentioned Sorry. Lucas and all of that. No, I just want to talk about kind of the Lucas storyline yeah. out of it, which was kind of interesting because we saw Hannah go from being pretty weary of getting involved in. He's trying to help her, or uh, uh, allegedly trying to help her at this mm-hmm. point. We think helpful. Um, I and then she's kind of questioning it, and then you see at the end of the episode that she's kind of more willing to. Does she actually sign at the end of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. she's. She's fully getting into this business deal with Lucas. But I don't think it's just... I mean, as you kind of alluded to, it's not just business for him at this point. No. And it's never... I mean, even in high school, it wasn't. Yeah. He's always had that little... He's at his own agenda. Mm -hmm. And we see that. We get that. He, like, loves her. But the weird thing about Hannah, there's something about Lucas that she also just trusts. Yeah. There's a comfort that she finds in him also. Yeah. The nice thing about Lucas now is that he's not just a kid. He has a little bit more confidence. He can, you know, stand up for himself and... Uh, who knows but it just it like it, I I'm afraid that like most people think that we leave high school behind I'm I'm older now I was going to say I'm like I don't want to say my age uh, I've never been there before I've never cared to say my age but I just didn't want to say it right now it's been a long time since I've been in high school but regardless, like, there have been people that I've met or seen again yeah. that they hold those things. They hold those oh, grudges. Oh, for real. And for some reason, those emotions are so much more important. So I can't help but him thinking, like, look, I have this loft now. I have all these things. And, like, there's just no way that Hannah's not going to see me for something yeah. more. Well, I mean, it's like they're kind of living a permanent high school reunion. Yes. Here. Absolutely. I mean, like, we all kind of grow past high school in some capacities, but when you're brought back into, like, that high school fold, there's still all those emotions. Yeah, there was nothing more alive than things that happened in high school. Like, for me, those four years in high school are still longer than the years I've been out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? (laughs) Absolutely. Because the days are long, Long, and yeah. And and it's every single day. That was our first 9 to 5. But I did think it was interesting that when she was signing the papers and he looked down at her finger and saw that there wasn't an engagement ring, I was expecting... 
a look on his face that was like excited because he knew it was like, oh, she's single now. But I almost thought he actually looked like worried. Yes, I think so. Also, but and I'm hoping that it, at a, from a business aspect point, you're like, yeah, oh, please don't sign these papers on emotion right now. Exactly, this like is prematurely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if he's mature enough to take it there, to, yeah. to have it Hopefully. be. I, um, I hope he still just loves her as a friend. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's just going to be there for her, that it doesn't, the whatever business deal they're signing, it doesn't break up their friendship. Because I think I he's been a real steady force for her, yes. regardless mm-hmm. of what his feelings outside of that have been. He's still been steady there for her yeah. over the entire time we've seen the show. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? If we're lucky, maybe he has that love for her because she's the only one that's ever shown him friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, that's true. So maybe he's just like trying to look out for the friend that was a friend of his before he had the money. Yeah. yeah. And I guess we should back up and talk about uh, the end. I feel like Hannah had a lot of relationship drama tonight. Yeah. She did. Um, yeah, Hannah and Jordan. Um, I loved the flashback. Me I too. did too. Me too. Yeah. Because you see why it started like that. Yeah. That's that's um, pivotal. Like, you would... You know how we always want the unexpected? People are like, oh, you're going to find it when you least expect it. Oh, my God, I'd love to be at a bar, like, doing work and then have someone just so charmingly come into my life like that and tell me that I had, you know, I wasn't waiting for somebody and so on and so forth. Like, that's great. But at the same time, he's just ideal. Yeah. That's what she wants. And at the end of the day, what I said earlier, it doesn't matter what you... The heart... I always have to quote Selena Gomez. (laughs) The heart wants what it wants. I love true. that that's where it went. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. No, it it's it really is true, but I think for her, it it's like I love Selena Gomez. Adult so much. Hannah, like she understands what um Jordan can offer her. Yeah. Like, yes. She a, adult Hannah gets it, but the comfort and the like knowing who he is and everything else, that's Caleb for yeah. her. Yeah. So I think when she hands that ring back, it's it's like she wants to go back home. In some mm. ways, Caleb is always home to her. Yeah, and I think and yes, exactly. And she just knew that there was a complication. However, it's she. I don't think she's still not going to go after Caleb. She's no. going to let. That's the yeah. type of. But this is why Caleb loves her. Yeah, because yeah. he. She's just going to let that ride because she puts people before. She puts people first before her, no yeah. matter who I, they are. I, and I, she's I, essentially I, doing that with Jordan because she just saw. She just wanted to see if they could respark something, if they can have an incredible night. But that, for her, I think that the the building not being there anymore, the restaurant not being there anymore, was a sign. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love that women like make it all the way until like a last ditch effort, and you're like, okay, I need the sign, and then it doesn't go through, and you're like, that's we it, the we're done. Yeah. That's what it was. And I, I really appreciate that. I was like, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is true. Like, I, yeah. we, we were talking about, uh, like, relationship stuff again before the show started. And it's uh, it, it 100%. And this show definitely is, like, a reflection. Oh, of, yeah. Of that heightened, obviously. Yeah. But mm-hmm. reflection of all of that. Um, I think we did a pretty good job covering this episode tonight. Lots of relationship yeah. changes. Yeah. I'm excited for what's to come. And we'll get into our own predictions in a few seconds. But let's do some news and gossip first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> nice. This was great. Great, bros. <laughs> Her show's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much again for joining yeah, us. Of course. It so, was my pleasure. Yeah. Um, e! Online had a great um, article today. Uh, they talked to the co-showrunner, Charlie Craig, and talking about all the relationship statuses that we've been talking about tonight as well. Um, and he says that in the first episode, we saw that 
Arya and Ezra kind of seemed like they were going into a smooth sailing, and we got a taste that it wasn't going to be a smooth sailing tonight, and um, uh, Charlie agrees, saying, I would say anybody expecting it to be a smoother ride than it's been in previous seasons is, is, is going to be disappointed. It's going to be bumpy, stick with it, get invested. I think diehard shippers will be surprised, yet rewarded by where some, where everybody ends up at the end of the season. Oh my gosh, mm. um, I got chills all over my body, <laughs> because I'm hoping that the rewarded is honest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I hope it's a ring for Arya. I do too. To be perfectly honest, I don't see them ever being with anyone else. No. no. I mean, they are 100% endgame. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, and that's another incredible thing about this show, the dynamics of all these, like the chemistry has obviously grown, but it's just so real. Yeah. yeah. To me, like when, when Arya is talking to Ezra, like it's even their simplest converse, exchange of words, it's... Um, they can't have that with someone else. Yeah, no. and she's I, just not the same. I do love the fact that off camera or off set, uh, these actors also seem all to be super close. Like I mentioned last week, that on Shay's YouTube channel, that um, uh, Ian comes on and like cooks with her. Like they're all very oh, close, and that. and I love that. And I think that that's a reflection of what you see on the show Absolutely, every week. Yeah. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about that Caleb Spencer Toby love triangle again. Charlie Craig says there's going to be lots of tears. There's going to be lots of happiness. There's going to be a lot of sexual tension. Yeah. Maybe even some sex. Yes. Hannah's happy, but I think we tried really hard to think. Um, Sorry, to think uh, of a good, realistic triangle situation for those guys and play it out. We're really with happy with how it, it's gone. Good, oh, we'll good, see. I dig it. I hope that Toby's doesn't get married. I, I, you know what, I think it's going to, those four, it's not even a love triangle, it's a love square at this point. It's a promise. Yeah, and it's going to be fascinating to see where it ends up. I, I don't think that it's going to end I don't think everyone can be happy in that situation. No. Some there's going to be unhappy people and hopefully some really happy people and it'll yeah. be interesting. You're to right. See who Oh no. Yeah. I can't deal with this. <laughs> so upsetting. All right, so before I make everyone at the table go into tears, let's do some predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. I mean, what's wrong with happily ever after? <laughs> yeah. I I want that for everyone, but we know we can't have it at pre, on pre. No, wires. I think the ones that are going to end up. And this is like a way jump prediction, but somebody tweeted me about it, and I it's going to be Spencer the, and Toby and not Hannah and Caleb. No, that the because they say there's going to be a really romantic wedding this season, and I think it's going to be Emily and Allie. Ah. Oh. Yeah. What? Again, chills. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what it's What do you mean? Yeah, I think they're going to be the romantic wedding. I love that idea. Do you think, though, so she's going to get Emily, or going to get Allie out? Emily's going to get Allie out? Of- yeah, I mean, eventually Allie has to get out at some point. Yeah. And I think it'll end up being them two that, especially after they did the whole bed moment in last episode of them hooking up. I mean, they're dropping those hints was, all over the place again. And them was, missing their these flight. these memories. Yeah, but, and then them bringing up the, like, missing the flight, like, because Allie's thinking about, like, them going to Paris together in her hallucinations yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's happening. When the heck were they going to go to Paris together? It was in the, like, flashback of them, like, going to Paris and um, always seeing Emily in, like, France. And then, like, in the background, you can see the Eiffel Towers that sit oh, in yeah, yeah, Allie's yeah. room. Love that. Whoa. I think it's going to happen. That'd be kind of... Mm, I think that's what's going to happen. Maybe. And I think that's when Paige will, Paige will come in. Paige will come to the wedding. Yeah. I'm going to... What? Why? 
That's what are you saying right now, Hannah? <laughs> well, you know what? Your predictions suck. <laughs> I want to go next. Yeah, no, this I, is gonna happen. I'm just like traumatized by the preview for next week. That's really my only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we watching the mask with Leonardo DiCaprio? Like, yeah. what was that thing they put on her head? Yeah, I just was like, oh, we're going to a real dark place, and I'm. It looks like the girls are gonna take action. Though. They better, and, man. And if so, they're gonna muzzle her, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't have a real prediction for next week, but I'm just like was really traumatized by the 30 second. Preview. Yeah, I predict <laughs> the moms are coming back. I'm ready to figure out what the moms feels about some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, like, how, yeah. I, um, I, I predict that, uh, I know, I don't yeah. know, I don't know. I'm interested to see, it. I don't think we've gotten Arya's mom's reaction to them being back together. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting one. If Wait, the are they officially back together? No. Well, well they had that, like. they with the idea and holding, yeah. the, the whole holding hands thing was, but that's them, that's their friendship, though, too. Yeah, yeah. but, well, and her, like, running to stay with him the other night, like, coming to his door. Yeah. I think right now they're doing, like, a crutch relationship on each other with the circumstances, and then we'll, like, figure it out later. Oh, man. Yeah, there's so much drama on this show. I feel like season seven has really picked it up. Like, there is oh, yeah. crazy there right now. Like, I think Spencer's going to be the one that ends up alone, or at least not with Toby. Yeah, I don't but think she'll Maybe be with because Toby, she could yeah. kind of handle it, or yeah. because she'll get busy or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even when she was talking to Caleb, it lo- he looked. He, he did have a past tense. Like the, the oh, simple fact that Hannah even mentioned that, that to him, awful. he he was done. He was has now any, he's in his head. Has anybody else had conversations like that? That was a little too yeah, close to home for say, me. I was like, woo, no, that conversation. Real heartbreaking. Oh Just, yeah. Uh, like this episode, there were definitely some real heartbreaking moments. Mm-hmm. The ring getting handed back, I, like all of that. They're just some little, like, traumatizer. Like, it wasn't a traumatizing episode as a whole, but there were moments that were definitely heartbreaking. But um, let's uh, wrap it up. I think, uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to jump no, in with? Just thank you for letting me talk. Yeah, thank you for coming in and hanging out with us. Um, so much fun to have you. Hopefully thank you'll you be so back much. soon. Um, and if you, um, you should come back next week. And <laughs> I'm just very excited to have you here. Um, but uh, come back next week and uh, hang out with us again for more Pretty Little Liars. Um, in the meantime, you can find AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Stephanie Wenger. I'm Hannah Pritchard, and you all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. See you all next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.